have a story. Positivity, right? Joy, happiness, respect. Yeah, I, yourself, I know Acceptance that of all, right? right? Acceptance of everybody. But it's we also have to keep ourselves um, in touch with reality and accept reality in the way it is. And a part of that is the human condition. And the human condition, scientifically proven multiple times over and over, is that instinctively. We as humans are shallow individuals. Yes. We do make, whether or not we try to, subconsciously, judgments about people within like, I think I said like seven seconds of meeting somebody. It's you, true. You have a based judgment. on yep. their appearance. You're based on appearance, if they're talking, like how they talk, yeah. things of that nature. And that's ingrained in us as kind of a defense mechanism, a little bit, not like defense mechanism, but like survival mechanism because our brain is constantly looking for people in two different. We're looking for two different things in, in, in people. 
whether or not they make a suitable mate to carry on, which is you know part of carrying on the species, right? Survive and reproduce. Which is scientific. But yeah. also, right. if they provide to us some sort of advantage um, in, in like carrying Like spending our time with them would give um, an advantage. Like, like, everyone always wants to hang out with like somebody who's strong or smart or tactical or something that like they can like benefit from. Right? If somebody doesn't provide benefit to us, instinctively, we don't necessarily want to hang out with them. I'd say that is true. So it's up to us not, to not consciously make the choice to, to ignore that. And, and because on a surface level, well, someone might not appear to have any benefit to us, but that might not be true if we just get to know them. Yeah. Right. But I've had some friends that like, they may be, like, I've had dude friends that I'm like... Dude friends? Can't yeah, you say guy friends? Like, I'm like, this dude has it all going for him, and I was attracted to hanging out with that person because I knew that it would, like, it felt cool to, to hang out with them. Well, not only that, but, you know, real, real quick, I want to touch, I want to deviate from the conversation for a second. Saying dude friends, it's almost as bad as calling, like, Friends that you have that are boys, your boyfriends. Why would I you know say I mean? that? Well, there's a book. I wouldn't like, say boyfriend. I, but, but my point is like, just just call guy friends or something. Like, dude friends is like, it's like trying to say the N word but without the N, like putting the A. Oh in my the gosh! <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, that's another playing field, though. But like, it's like my father always said to me. Uh, well, well, among many of the different bits of wisdom that he passed on to me. That it's not always what you know, but who you know, in terms of um, strategically advancing yourself in life and your position in life, you know. So, like, like for example, how I even got into electrical in the first place was about having the right friends. Like, I had a friend in high school that I happened to be living with at the time, whose grandfather... Living with, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was down on my luck, you know, I was staying with a friend for a time. Right. And it wasn't like money problem so much as um, the place I was staying got the, it was a room for rent the lady got foreclosed on and she had to kick us all out nothing anybody could do except for she could have paid her bills better but whatever huh. <laughs> right but so I was staying with him and then right about the same time uh, the Popeyes I was working at had a change in management and the new management and I had some moral disagreements and so we both kind of gave each other the middle finger and walked away. Huh. And I quit, right? They fired me if you asked them. I quit if you asked me. Who knows? But so, the long story short, his grandfather knew that I needed a job. His grandfather right. happened to work at Tacoma Electric Supply. And Evergreen State Electric, based out of Yallop, is uh, a customer of Tacoma Electric Supply. And I put out the word that, hey, we need a shop boy, part-time job, nothing crazy. He's like, hey, you need a job, they need, a, they need somebody to uh, you know, come in and do this, you can use me as a reference. I've never done 
talking survival like basis. In survival, we look for something who's strong, or who's really skilled in a particular defensive art, you know, of some sort. That's true. But some of the greatest people in the world that never get any credit in my mind when it comes to survival or just you know, general defense are tacticians. You know, people who are some of the greatest military tact tactical minds in the world, but they don't go they're not right there at the forefront, you know. They're just behind the person who's in charge telling them what to do. Right. So like in in my senior year in high school so I always had like, like I was girl crazy all through elementary school. I remember every class crush I had, like from the time I was in uh, kindergarten all the way up through high school. Seriously? Yeah. Damn. Like I can name every single one of them. Damn. But it was because I, like my mom even said like as a toddler I was googly eyeing like some of the attractive like mothers and Women Damn, in the bro. store, bro. Damn. Yeah. Trying so, to jump up. So I've always been a sucker for women. Okay? Pull, pull a bottle with your sippy cup, like, what's up, mommy? Dude, I was the boss baby. <laughs> like, I was like checking them out from afar. Like, some of the babysitters I had, I had like googly well, eyes for them. That's a lot of guys' fantasies, though, to, to bang the babysitter. Dude, right? Yeah, but, dude, my parents were like, yeah, uh, you were a little different because you had like erections all the fucking time. Damn. Yeah. A little fucking horn dog out here. Dude, I was a. Yeah. Fucking Sunday morning. Like, for me, it's always been like something that I looked up to. But in middle school, I was actually bullied by some of the popular girls because I wasn't like that that specific body type. Or like the jock kid, or the super super were you, athletic. Were you even chubby? Though, were you chubby in high school? No, I mean just a, I'd say no, just a little bit. But it didn't really show outside of my clothing. I was just I was out there like in the sense of I wasn't wearing like Nike clothes. Like my parents couldn't afford a whole lot, and I was shorter kind of weird so for me like I always struggled with like being that guy that got the girl that I liked so I like this one girl named Jessie Mitchell funny because my best friend ended up dating her and <laughs> I like this girl named Jessie Mitchell in sixth grade and had like the biggest fat crush on her and I ended up buying her like a, a, I was trying to get game in like sixth grade or seventh grade. <laughs> so in middle school, I ended up buying a Snickers bar what? And from a vending machine, right? Bought the Snickers bar. I was like, yeah, girls like chocolate. Like I'm gonna try and give her a, like a chocolate bar, right? Okay. I gave it to my friend Jose to give to her because I was too nervous to give it oh to her my myself, God. okay? Now listen, my confidence grew a lot more like through middle school and early high school to where like after that I had girlfriends all through high school, that kind of thing. But that first one, I gave to him to give to her. She thought it was a different Caleb that like, that gave it to her. And that that other Caleb was just a little bit more attractive than I was. And 
I make, she liked that until I'm, she found out it's me. See, I make, I make fun of you for being like awkward and stuff at first with girls. But I was at, at, at and this, I think that's all relative too. Because like some girls would find what you did like weak and not attractive and you need to be more ballsy and manly and, manly and just do it yourself and they're not going to be you know, interested in you because you didn't do it yourself. But some girls will find that kind of cute and endearing and stuff, right? So it's all yeah. it's all relative in my mind when it comes to that. But like for me too, I had you know awkward moments. One one in particular I remember was like I had this girl that I liked, and we had chatted a couple times in class or whatever. And so I thought it would be cute in my mind. I just write a little note, and I found out which locker was hers, and I like slipped it, in there. I guess, slipped it in there, right? Of course. And some girls would be like, "Oh, that's so that's so sweet. He's thinking of me." Like that's fucking creepy. Why really? the fuck you know where my locker is? Stay away from me. I would not talk to me the rest of the year. I, I was so devastated. I was like, "What do you mean it's creepy? I'm trying to be sweet." I mean, yeah. technically, so it's all, it's all it's all relative. It goes back to being relative. Technically, I found out like what Jesse's phone number was from a friend of hers. See, that I might never be going felt far. Yeah, and just, I just think. A hair. I think that is what kind of lost her, was the fact that the police officer... Yeah, well, I think, I hope. <laughs> um, I'm doing 65, so... Must come get me. Come get me now! See, I didn't really know what was awkward, and had to learn the hard way, like, that that was not the way to get a girl. If you ask my wife, I'm still socially awkward. I still... Yeah. I, I, and to me, I don't see it as socially awkward so much as I don't... I don't filter things to the same degree that other people do. I just say kind of what's on my mind without, without like, regard for social norms a lot. Yeah. So, like, one time we went to this uh, taco bus. There was a semi-permanent establishment located next to a gas station, right? And, and we walk up in there, and the first thing I, I do is I look around, and I thought it was a cool place. Kind of interesting, right? Never been to one before. So I just said out loud. Uh, out loud, I was like, huh, that's interesting. And she's like, that's fucking awkward, thanks. Like, I'm like, what do you mean? She, she just got, she said that, like, saying that out loud was outside the norm for socially acceptable things to say. Because now I was like, well, what does that mean, you know? Or, or, or whatever, right. you know? It takes it as, like, a bad thing. Is but your wife, like, afraid of how you're going to act in public? Sometimes. My wife is. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. My so, wife is, like, the serious I, I, I one all like, the time. I've kind of, like, grown up a little bit. But when we first like were dating and, and early in our in our early stages of marriage and stuff like that, um, I would like every once in a while, especially if we went to like Walmart like late at night, I would get like a, like a little kid and I would like run around the store and like hide behind like shelves of her, from her and stuff. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and she would like come Raymond, stop, stop it, stop it! It's like, you know, embarrassing. I know, right? So my wife is very much the serious one. Like, was was called the uh, party pooper back in like co-op because she was homeschooled okay so she's that girl huh dude she was homeschooled all 12 years dang yeah my wife she's like not she's not the awkward one like she's pretty professional when it comes to how she acts and she's not the weird out there type her brothers are they're freaking weird the african ones oh really yeah like, they speak perfect English, and they so, don't sound African. See, that, that comes back to everything being relative. From their perspective, the culture that they... Even though they were adopted 
the good, the rest don't matter. Yeah, the pain could peel, the glass could shatter. Let it burn.